Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Matt Sawicki. You're listening to Fruit of the Boom. I got my man JBJR here, man. How you doing? What's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Uh, you know, hanging out, having a podcast time. Fuck yeah, man. We're here <laughs> early in the morning, uh, a little bit after 10 in the morning. Yeah. Down the studio on a good, beautiful Saturday, which is nice outside. Oh, man, yeah. I finally broke the cold. Right. In January. Of all, right. In Ooh. fucking January. It's probably coming back, though. Oh, you know. You know we know we ain't going to get it for real nice, consistent weather until, like, April. That's, right. You know that's going to go yeah. happen. <laughs> but we actually got a, uh, a guest on the, line, uh, on the show with us today. Uh, good friend of ours. Dope-ass engineer. Our second engineer that we're interviewing on the show. Hey. Hey. Homie from the east side. Hey. 618. 618. From Doorway. Hey. Hey. My man, Corey Rose. How you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. It's good to see you guys. Hey, yeah, man. It's good to see you, Jet Setting Dude. Hey. We're, we're just getting started. There you go. It's going to be a good year. Hell so we, yeah. we uh, originally had tried to do a, a little call-in with Corey, and it didn't work out because the internet's real crazy sometimes. And uh, But now he's here in person in St. Louis again, so we got him while he's in here. Fucking technology. Man. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Hell I'm excited. Yeah. It feels good to be home, to be honest. Yeah. Fuck it's yeah, man. A little more stable. Hell I hear yeah. you and Nick Men are getting some work in. Yeah. Yeah, Nick's actually about to move out to L.A. too. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Nick. In February. That's going to be nice. fun, I bet. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it because <laughs> we're going to shake things up a little bit. There you go. It's going to be good to get him out there and get him get him into a fresh environment. Yeah. Hell yeah. Land Change of pace, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm so, excited. So, man, you know, just like we explain on the show all the time, I'm going to let man take it over and explain the whole purpose of the show. Hey, so it's, uh, you know, we're a podcast. It's about producers and engineers and the DJs, all the people behind the scenes that, that kind of don't get the shine And as far as, like, uh, you know, they're not the front man. So, you know, we got kind of swept behind the, the scenes a little bit. But, um, you know... Uh, this is a podcast about you know all that shit. You can talk. We talk to we talk to everybody kind of about what they do and how they how they they fit in the mix. And um, you know it's a good thing I think. Hell yeah, man! <laughs> so no, we uh, got hella episodes right now. This it's, is episode thirty-two, I think now. Yeah, it's about we like we yeah, we thirty yeah, yeah thirty plus man. We <laughs> man, I'm telling you, but it's needed. Hell yeah. I'm glad you guys are doing it. Oh man. Hell yeah, man. Like it's been a beautiful thing ever since, man. Check us out every Monday. We drop every single Monday. Every single Monday. Maybe a little late on accident sometimes, but it's every uh, intentional uh, it's supposed to be on Mondays. Yeah, it's basically we always try to do our best to stay to Mondays. But uh definitely um if you ever want to catch any episode from the original episode with Trifecta all the way to this one, freshproducestl.com slash fruit of the boom. 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 <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and get the interview started with my man here. Uh, you know, like we always say, keep it natural, keep it simple. That's how we get down. So uh, question I ask everybody, since you're an engineer, how did you get into audio engineering? Ah, I, I imagine my story is slightly different because, you know, originally, I, you know, everybody knows I, who knows me in, in St. Louis, who knows me, knows, I, you know, I, I came up with Doorway. And I came up with Nick. Yeah. And it originally started with just trying to figure out how to get Nick to the next level. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, well, we need to obviously create more music. And, you know, and I was basically trying to facilitate a managerial role more than anything. But it got to the point where it was like, okay, well, we need to make music. So how do you make music? Well, you can mm-hmm. get in the studio. In which... We start, you know, we got a mic and we got some speakers and then we just put them up on some like Pink Panther uh, insulation bullshit and just whatever. We just made a makeshift studio and we just started recording. Mm -hmm. And then we finally got one that was like, okay, after about a year, you know, we had on and on. Um, Kind of need to backtrack. It was like we needed to make music, but we needed a studio, but we also needed to have someone to run the studio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it kind of was just, I really was just the person that was just pressing the button at first. Uh Mm -hmm. And then I had no idea what I was doing. I just knew I could press the red button and then get the record. And then I just started to dabble and just put the time in, really. There you go. Mm -hmm. And then it got to the point 
where after a while, the songs weren't even sounding that great. They were cool. It was decent. But, you know, we were making a splash on the on the local scene. Yeah. Needles picked up uh, the record on and on with Artifact. Uh-huh. Shout and out to yeah, and that was the first song that really got some radio stuff, but then it got to the point where we wanted to take it to the next level, mm. and that was when we had a song called Kaboom uh-huh. with Tef, and we brought it to Matt, because I was like, okay, I, don't, I need to step up. Mm-hmm. And someone like Matt, who was a veteran, thankfully, I just kind of was like, okay, I'm going to pay Matt. Let's do this. Let's get it up to par. But at least I can learn and just watch from behind. Right. Hey. And just sit in the, on the back couch. There you go. There we go. And just kind of like, okay. Shout out to Matt, man. And, and, and really, I, yeah. And really, I fell in love with engineering very organically that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad I did. Like, it's very rewarding. There you go. It's extremely rewarding. That's what's um, up. And then I just fell in love with the science of it. It's just, just, just figuring out sonics and, uh-huh. and figuring out, mm-hmm. and even then, just putting your own spin to things. And it's, it's basically producing without producing. So yeah, like, no, I, th- I think the the lines have totally been blurred between like just an engineer and being the producer of the song, yeah. like pr- traditional sense producer, not like beat maker Especially producer. Especially nowadays, like I deal with so many artists, mostly rappers, that come in and they expect you to pretty much produce it at the yeah. same time. And it's like sometimes I want to. Yeah. Sometimes I vibe with your shit. Yeah. I'm like, you gotta tell me if it feel good for you. Like I, I'm still. Le- I gotta learn you as an artist first. Right, right, right. right, right. Yeah. I can do some cool drops and I can put some sauce on it. But ultimately, like you gotta guide me. Totally. Exactly. I hear you. I feel you. I That's feel definitely um, one of the f- struggles that. I've always felt like it's like people come in and be like, oh, you, you work with this. You work with Tef. Make me sound like Tef. I was like, no. <laughs> well, first off. What does that mean? What's my limit? I'll start like, making you sound like Tef, and then you'll start telling me things to do. And guess who doesn't fucking tell me shit? Tef. Yep. Me and Tef just hang yeah. out. Yeah, Tef, yeah, Tef and me would just get drunk, and we would just do shit. Right? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you have to. It's like you and I have to develop this, like, relationship are of like what our identity is as, as an engineer and as an artist you know what i mean and how that's gonna work and and it's not something that you can just jump into and like no. full full running you know what i mean no no it's you definitely have to organically develop like it's like riding a bike yeah absolutely and, and then it's like becoming a bmx artist <laughs> <laughs> and doing backflips so yeah. so what'd you start recording in Pro Tools. From the day one, you're in Pro Tools. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. There you go. It was the it was the industry standard. <laughs> Ain't nothing uh, wrong with that, man. Might as well go ahead and get out the way now. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, I'm glad I did. Yeah. Especially nowadays, even though I still have a very much hate-love relationship with Pro Tools. Sure. <laughs> so. They kind of got it back together the last couple of years for me. Yeah, I'm still I'm still utilizing ten. Oh God, that's why you're killing yourself, bro. Yeah, I know. Get to twelve, it'll change your life. I know. I'm about to just I'm about to make the switch. Oh, it's it's whew. like I, I I tell everybody, man, it's nothing that's changed my life as much as twelve. Okay. It like it it's enabled like there's things I don't even have to consider anymore that like would be like there's. There's no inhibitions. It, it just like, works. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, and like it allows me to just try things and move fast. I move so much faster in it that it's like, I'm not like, well, fuck, man, that's going to take a second if I have to do this. I just go, I just do it because then I can, because it's faster. Mm-hmm. Like printing effects is so quick. Like committing tracks, committing little pieces of stuff is just the fastest. It's that's scary for me because I thought I was driving a race car. Oh, yeah. No. Zone. 12 is If killer. you're telling me I can put some high, some more high, some higher octane in. Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. Upgrade. Do it. I'm excited. About it, it's good for you. Okay. I'm excited about it. <laughs> like that. your artistry will will definitely be expanded. I, I'm certain. Trust the man. It's not Done like you. it's not. It's not oh, like. I definitely trust right. Matt. But that's yeah, for everybody right. too. Yeah. If you're on Pro Tools 10, get to Pro Tools 12. Right. Shit. So it's not like Fruity Loops. Like I'm sticking to 10. Like I have never upgraded to 12. Like. I, 12 I was is just fucking, telling. Twelve is like twelve point five is fucking trash, dude. I'm not. I would never do that, dude. Like I'll stick to ten as long as I'm fucking king. Uh huh. Someone was just asking me about that. It was yeah. like, what do people think about twelve? I'm like, honestly, all the people I talk to, they don't even like twelve. Mm-mm, that's why I stuck with ten because I'm like, no, <laughs> fuck that, no, no. So, but anyway, brother, let's. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and ask you another question, man. So, since you're from the hometown, man, and you worked with people like Nick Man and definitely Tiff, uh, who all else have you worked with? Oh man, Rockwell Knuckles. Yes, Ohama Show. Um, yeah, B Money, Trifecta. Shout out to the fellas. Coco. Yeah. Um, a lot of artists. T Double is smashing right now. Right. Shout out to him. Um, 
Man, there's so many. I can't even. That's a pretty good amount right there. Yeah. yeah. That's a heavy I mean, hitter keep, list. It'll keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, ex- I'm excited about my boy Ryan Trey. Yeah? Yeah. He's, uh, he's from the east side. But he's from D.C. originally, but he just turned 18. Or, uh, he's 18. He's going to turn 19 in March. There you go. Nice. But um, he just opened up for SZA at the Ready Room. Okay. Nice. He opened up for Isaiah Rashad like last year yeah, in L.A. Nice. Um, he actually was on tour with Bryson Tiller. Damn. Um, okay. Doing some shit. There's some good things on the way. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Shout out to him, man. So he's uh he was the first uh two tracks that played nice uh, the Matt Black and the Break on Monday. So Perfect. Nice. Yeah. Sounds Already got a check, taste of it. Yeah, check him out on Spotify, Ryan Trey. Nice. Yeah. So you got any influence as far as like um people that you look to for production stuff or recording uh like is it like Jason a... Joshua. Yeah. He's probably the main guy that I really wanna just hang out with and <laughs> from as far as a mix engineer uh-huh okay because i feel like he really blurs the line of pop and just urban and like grit there like, you go like like all the mike will stuff and yeah nice yeah i've actually luckily been in touch with him on instagram but i haven't been able to secure a time slot yet <laughs> so i'm working on that there you go Hell yeah, yeah. So go ahead, man. So uh, we know you uh, within the le- uh, just some time ago, we know you moved out west to California. So uh, tell us about your tra- the switch, like the transition from moving from you know east, you know, from the east side of all St. Louis all the way out west. How did, how how did that transition go? Just move from pretty much here to all the way to L.A. for the most part. I mean, you definitely kind of. I mean, if you don't already have a foundation and a network already built you definitely got to build it up and mm-hmm. build a foundation but there's a lot more opportunities out there mm-hmm. like the ceiling like i feel like the ceiling in st louis is much lower mm-hmm. and you ha- you kind of have to take it outside the city anyway right 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 and it's nice to really get somewhere like that and see how far you can stand or how tall you can stand Mm -hmm. and then it's just a matter of like okay can you can really start to see like an apex point Uh Mm -hmm. to where it's like okay if i get to this point shit's gonna start really going there you go Mm -hmm. and that's that's really what i liked about it it's very it's very motivational out there that's awesome like it's I mean, it's because a lot of it, like a lot of it is stuff you see in movies. And it's like, okay, it is just right. It's right here. Mm. I can go get it. You just got to go get it. Sure. Hell yeah. And you're getting it. We're almost there. There you go. We're almost there. I like it. Hard work pays off, brother. 2018's going to be a good year. Hell yeah. It's going to be a good year for music. I think 2018 is going to be a good year for just St. Louis. The St. Louis music scene, anyone that comes from the St. Louis music scene, I think it's just going to be a damn good year, period. I'm, I'm pretty much willing to say that by 2019, music from the U.S. is going to sound a lot more St. Louis again. Hell yeah. That's what's up. Hell yeah. yeah. We're going to take the fuck back over, man. Lots of yeah. thurs again. <laughs> yeah, lots, lots of thurs. 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 <laughs> so I know uh, my homie, man, good homie from high school, my more, uh, my man Bo Willie, shout out to him. I know he out in uh, Cali as well. I know you guys have been doing a lot of work together. So uh, tell us how you guys been working together since y'all been moving out in Cali. Like, how, how that relationship been going? Oh, that's my dog. I love Bo. You can't lose with Bo. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Shout out to you, brother. Yeah, that's my dog. Um, really, we just linked up out in Cat in L.A. and just we just run around together and just make moves. Yeah, like you can't you really. It's kind of the perfect tandem because he's a super producer, and then I just come in as engineer, and I kind of produce at the same time. So it's like hell yeah. We just feel we just go and work. That's what's up. So I'm assuming. So it's safe to say that you know since you guys have done a whole ton of work together. So what kind of uh, so who have you worked with together so far as like in LA as like a duo as like a producer engineer duo? Um, really, it's been it's been somewhat brief. Um, really, most of the stuff is about to line up when I go back. Okay, more so because the holidays kind of 
Slowed it all down. Yeah, because I really moved out there during the holidays, and especially okay. around like Thanksgiving was when I really got out there in full force. Mm. And so there's a couple things lined up. I'm not gonna say too much yet. Understandable. Understandable. Yeah. But it's gonna be, like I said, it's gonna, gonna be a good ass year though. Yeah, right? it's gonna be a good year. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. And thankfully, I got some stuff with Chase the Money too, and he's nice. doing great. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Shout out to him. He man. actually just got featured by Fader. Nice. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Shout out to Chase the so Money, man. He is, he is doing work and he's putting on. Fuck yeah, man. St. Louis is out here, man. Yeah. We fucking out here, dude. It's going, yeah. <laughs> we fucking out here, bro. Yeah. So yeah. Hey man, so give me your uh, what's a favorite vocal chain? If you were gonna go pick a vocal chain right now, what would it be? Um, man, the chain that I have at the studio that I use in LA is really nice. I luckily have a the Neve 1073. Uh huh. And there's a Newman M149. Nice. And then we're going into a CL1B. Nice. So I can't lose with that. At my studio, I'm using the Slate, the VMS. Uh huh. And then I'm going into the UAD 610. Cool. MK2, and it's. With the with the Apollo as my interface and it's fucking great. Nice. It, I love it right now. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so those would be my picks, but it, I feel like it's what you make it. Sure. As long as you got something solid, like a really good. As long as you have a good preamp and a decent vocal mic, you should be good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like all the vocal mics that even are like. $300 are better than like 99% of the microphones that were around in the 60s. You'd be surprised. I mean, when I go around to some people's studios, like even some big names, you'd be surprised at the vocal mics you're using. I'm like, that's not really a vocal mic, but okay. <laughs> uh oh. But it works. Hey, who am I to tell them how to make their money? Right? There you go. You know, man. it's like shit. Shit going into that fucking CL1B, that's a good, uh, that's a fucking good line, man. It is, man. Yeah, I like that studio a lot. <laughs> yeah. Got any uh, any tips to like uh, mixing uh, like on monitors? Like what monitors are you using typically? Um, at my studio, I'm still just using the Yamaha HSs. Hell yeah! Um, I love great. that that love series, them. man. Yeah, I, don't, I still I have Mackies up here in the studio for the pot with this room, but the downstairs we have the eights, uh, and they're they're crazy good. I love them. They're just they're they're just they're just quite honest. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. They're a bit bland, but it's a good bland. Mm. You know, because it's like if you can make them exciting on that, it's like cool. Sure. This shit's gonna, it's gonna hit you. Um, what what are the ones I have at the studio? Uh, I can't think right now. Are they like some Focals or maybe some Genelex or? No, they're not. ATCs. Uh, nope. Uh, event. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like them a lot. Tight. And it, and it was hard. It's hard because I, I go to different studios and I listen to different speakers and I'm like, and I'm so used to the Yamahas and I want something kind of like the Yamahas, but sure. bigger. And the events kind of get me there. Uh-huh. All right. So I like how neutral they are. Hell yeah. yeah. Do you ever use like a, uh, like a grot box, a little like RR tone or something like that? Negative. No, not fucking with it, huh? Tell me more, actually. Oh, I, you know, just like a, um kind of the point of it is there's no crossover and it's a, w- a single speaker so all the frequencies oh. are coming through one box i do have a mix cube at, at my yeah, studio tight yeah probably and same kind of thing yeah i'll just use it for just like a single mono reference yep yeah exactly perfect yeah there's so crucial yeah i mean you gotta you gotta have different references most gotcha. definitely and you gotta and you gotta reference with the speakers not blaring to where it your eardrums oh are yeah hurting you gotta check your your volume's low if how, it's, if it's how tall is it really because <laughs> you could see it in a sense right, right right after a while and if you really turn it down you can see out how, how high your ceiling is and most of the time it's a snare of the fucking hi-hats sure hi-hats are the devil by the way sometimes ha! well just some producers just leave them way too hot to be fair so i remember man Corey used to fucking hit me up on damn i am all the time like man we gonna fucking upgrade your speakers (laughs) man (laughs) (laughs) Corey used to get on my ass about that man so i'm like all right fuck it so that's why i just got got my uh interface i got my headphones i've been working through that i've been blasting through that my shit been sounding great since then 
But he's been getting on my man. Do you know how often he's got like, dude, upgrade your shit. You make this shit. I would come out of nowhere. I would, uh, dude, like, he posts a I'd video. Be like, I'd be like, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> I'd come out of nowhere. Like, damn it. Like, goddamn. It's like, this shit sounds so good, but you using that? Damn. I was like, yeah. I'm like, that's. Hey, look, put like this. Ever since I got the focus right from B Money, shout out to him, Sweetwater. Uh, and got the Sennheiser my wife gave me a while back. Hey. Per both y'all recommendations. Yeah. Yeah, I've been good. <laughs> I've been, uh-huh. been good ever since, man. I'm like, I don't got a blast shit. I can put it right in here. I can hear everything I need to hear. Just like I will on some Yamahas or some shit like that. I'm cool. <laughs> so I'm like, so. Yeah, that's another crucial thing is yeah. just having a good pair of headphones. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I, I, I have the Folk House, the Spirit Pros. Oh, wow. I, I nice. The only thing I don't like is the headband because it's kind of fragile. Uh-huh. Right. The, the, the speakers the drivers. are great. Yeah, Hell the drivers yeah. are great. That's what's up. Very neutral. That's what's up. I, I was a big fan of the M50s. or uh, Yeah, M50s. Yes. Uh, they're real tight to me. Yeah, I always um, recommend those for budget. Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? And they're pretty cool. I think mine walked off from here. I found all. I found three cables no. for them the other day, but I don't know where the fucking headphones are. Wow. Oh, shit, shit. Headphones are the... That's why, I, that's, why we, that's why we rock these headphones in here, man. These ones can walk off, and I ain't too worried about it. <laughs> People be stealing headphones, man. It's that's sad. a fucking shame, man. Like, come on. I mean... Both of y'all be engineers. I mean, y'all pay good money for y'all shit, man. Y'all invest a lot of time and money in y'all shit. And, and that's... That's hella rude, man. It's just me still here. Oh, sure. Phones, man. It's not it's I mean, not a regular thing, but it happens. It, it's one of the it's the more common thing. Like I'd rather a headphones walk off than a microphone. Very yeah. true. True. Yeah. Very true. But I guess it's just the principle that matters. This is like, you know, you guys spend you know, you guys like I said, invest damn good money in headphones, mics, mixes, you no know, monitors, all this other shit, and something like that gets walked off, man. Like yeah, it's not a huge expense, but goddamn it. Eh, you know what I'm saying? I, I, so. I, I'd like to hope, I hope that maybe somebody thought it was theirs on accident. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I hope to believe. It was just around the neck. But the karma come back around. Sure. True. Very so. true. But headphones are fucking, the, these ones, I love these ones that we have in this, these are real cheap. They're either they're these CAD ones, they're 300s, uh, they're like 25 bucks, maybe 30 bucks usually, or Mine are the monoprice clones of the of those headphones, and these ones are twenty five dollars all the time, and they sound great. They're just the same, and that way, if you bust them, they don't fucking matter because the cables will go bad. Well, you ain't gonna fix no fucking headphones. Like the only headphones you can fix, and I've maybe talked about it on the show before, is those extreme isolation headphones. Man, they're fucking right. easy, easy, easy to change out drivers on. Super easy to replace shit. They got super isolation on them, so they don't bleed into the microphone. If you got like headphones bleeding, man. Get you some extreme isolation 29s of this shit. I love no- them. Take note, everybody. Hell yeah. And if the cable goes bad, you can change all that stuff. It's like super repairable. They're, they're not a bad investment. So headphones are a bitch, though, man. They're hard to figure out. <laughs> but, if you, but damn, if you get some good quality ones, like you just said, man. I've been, I've been cruising, Ooh, Corey man. set up the session. Hey. Fuck yeah, man. Hey. So hey, give us a little. Give us a little. Uh, like, what's your typical session setup like? You, 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 when you're when you're sitting and stuff, you you usually got a lot of good busing going on, right? You're, it seems like you got us. Yeah, I really just kind of have a formula, and I just. Um, I mean, I have all my buses set up ahead of time. I pretty much have my chain already set up. Yeah. And really, outside of setting up the BPM and the auto tune, I'm ready to go. Like in a snap. Uh huh. And. Whatever they want to do, I just kind of go. Yeah. I just kind of go off of their vibe. I just sure. Kind of, like I'm, you know, I just tell them like, if did it feel good to you? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. Then I know that's a good take, and we just keep going between a main take and stabs and ad libs or whatever. And then once we're finally done recording, that's when I really get to drive the Ferrari and Hell yeah. zone out and do the the backflips on the BMX. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the fun part. Thankfully, especially when the artists actually give me the time to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Some people rush you through it and just like whatever, they don't care. That's a real disappointment sometimes. Well, yeah. Then I think it's I think some people don't realize that the engineer kind of needs time, just like how they need time to record. It's like okay, well, you had your time. Now give me a little bit of time to do what I do. Right. And you, you know what? That's a perfect segue. As a matter of fact, man. Um, since you guys clearly are both engineers, um, tell people out there that are both producers and artists just the proper etiquette. Just just pretty much kind of expands on what you just explained as far as like giving you guys time to actually work and do what you guys need to do to make a quality product. Like explain some other stuff just etiquette wise that you guys like 
yeah, I don't like this, don't do this, try to get, do A, B, C, and D going forward, stuff like that. Uh, Be a cool person. Yeah, just meet in the middle. Like, give me time to kind of zone out for five minutes and then, then give me some criticism. Don't. Don't don't give me thirty seconds. I love. I, I think that's probably a one of a real good ones. Like let me let me work while I work. Don't like like let me do my thing. Don't be like hey that's uh can you blah, uh like let me okay let me get to an it's end a, and be like and then we can like talk. Yeah, like it's like like it, it's just understanding that everything is a process. Yeah, and it's not just magic. I'm like I'm not just I don't have a magic wand and just oh wow Poof. there it is there's the there's, your, there's everything there's your cool whatever cool mix is done yeah ding like it it's a you know everything's a process between each Mm. vocal to each effect to each drop to each cut to everything to just thinking about it you work on grid all the time right yeah yeah grid for life right yeah so like that's that's like because you're you you know you that way grid allows me to be extremely drunk and pretty much cope very high fuck yeah i can do bad well you can feel the shit you know what i mean and then be like be in the vibe, but like be a bam, bam, bam. Oh, look at that! Oh, I just dropped it right on the floor, and he didn't even yeah. didn't have to try. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, grid saves lives. Um, do you uh, do you prefer track out beats or two tracks? It depends. If the two track is already sounding good, and I don't need to do much, and I and it's already dynamic enough, and it's you know mm-hmm. progressive, and it has some drops, and it, and and it's cool, and then. I'll be happy with the two track. Cause yeah. Because then sometimes the track outs is like, sometimes it changes the vibe. It changes the vibe. Sometimes it doesn't have all the processing that they had on there. And it's just, sometimes it's just honestly not even necessary yeah. unless you get it placed or synced. For sure. I mean, for until the last I, 10 until years. Until they ask for it. Yeah. For the last 10 years, it's never not been as much of a problem as it used to be. It's like got, people get, gotten really good shit yeah. at their no, houses. There's definitely. Can, there's definitely a fair amount that come ac- come across where it's like, okay, I would like the stems. Let me. Oh yeah. Let me fix this, or just let me go crazy and actually, because sometimes even then, some beats are too monotonous. Sure. And it's like I have to produce it and then literally arrange it all. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Well, it kind of makes it funner at the same time. So. Somewhat, you know. It's like a trade-off. I feel like I do different things on a two-track than I do in a in a track out. I have, like the the limitation of having only the two-track will make you do different things, and I always. I always appreciate the difference. Yeah. I don't know if one of yeah, them is better than I, the other. Sometimes I do appreciate the simplicity of just having a two-track. Fuck yeah. Because it's like, there it is. Mm. It's like, it doesn't really need that much more. Sure. It's like, okay. So. Hell yeah. That's, that's Yeah. Got some favorite plugins? Uh, Ooh, I bet. Man, you know what? I'm going to say what my favorite plugins are, and it's all because of you, bro. Okay. Well, you, yeah, bro. You, you're, you, you, you already know. These Melda plugins, man. Which you, ones? All of them. I bought them all, bro. <laughs> oh, the Melda? Yeah, you've been... Yeah. Melda's my shit. You sent over some mixes using the stereo uh, spread or something the like... The M-Stereo Expander. There you go, I, yeah. I, <laughs> that was my go-to for stereo for the longest. Yeah, man. So that the, I was trying to figure out what the hell that was and grabbed the free bundle of that stuff and then dove in bought the whole thing and it, me and Carter fucking just use those all the time. That's my, my main pack. They... I need to dive into more of their stuff. They have so many, and it's crazy how much they don't get talked about. Oh, man. People hate them because they're ugly. Yeah, but they have so much functionality. Oh, yeah. No, they, I mean, so they I, cover pretty much everything. My engineers will be like, uh, yeah, but they're so ugly. And I'll be like, yeah, man, that's crazy. You can't hear that, though, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, if it gets the fucking job done. For, well, yeah. I mean, right. if I'm making they're great records. They're extremely flexible. Oh, plugins. God. They're the most powerful plugins. There's no other plugin bundle that has the, the functionality that some of this and, shit has. Oh, then there you go, then. If it's top of the line like that, then there you go. There's no, there's no point of looking backwards. Like, oh, no. It's like great. It's basically buying waves for a of half of the a waves. fifth of the price. Yeah. If that. There you Probably go. cheaper. Oh, man. I got the every... Like a tenth. Every, like, Black Friday and Thanksgiving and New Year's, Christmas thing, they always do a half-price sale, so you can get the whole bundle for maybe seven, eight hundred bucks. Yeah. And it's, and, and they get and you get free updates forever. You get all the new plugins whenever they come out. It's it's incredible. I mean, his shit's awesome. The, the, whole, the, whole, the whole pack is great. My favorite plugin is the dynamic, auto-dynamic EQ. It's fucking incredible, man. Oh, my God. Only EQ I reach for at all anymore. At all. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> so do they do, like, uh, VST plugins as well? It's or? everything, yeah. It's VS, it, it, I mean, yeah, across the board, I'm sure they nice. cover it all. Okay. Yeah, it's it, their okay. thing. They're not, like, they're not, they don't try and be, like, 
based on like any small thing they like try to be open i feel like their idea is totally to be like let's do as much as we can I'm gonna have to look into that, man. Cause yeah, I'm definitely. You'll be you you'll be surprised by how many plugins they have. Oh, it's incredible. Okay, so many, <laughs> so many that do so much things that that just are not even represented in any other plugin pack by anybody. It'll open your mind as a producer just using the, just clicking on random plugins from them. Yep, hmm. I'll say that. Well, so there you go. You use a lot of pro EQ, pro Q stuff. Uh, 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 like ozone. Yeah. Um, what 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 are some of your favorites? I mean, if I'm going to shout out one for sure, it's going to be the Wave Schlepp's uh, Parallel Particles. Ooh. That thing is badass. I haven't even touched that yet. That thing is badass. That's pretty new, right? That's been the last couple years? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just a really powerful parallel like compression okay. type plugin, and it's just very flexible, and it's just it gets the job done. Nice. Like, you need some magical new low-end? Okay, here you go. It's beefed up. Tight. Or whatever. Huh. It's like, you can completely rearrange a vocal with it at the same time, and it's all parallel, but it's like, it's dope. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. I have to check that out. Yeah, definitely check that one out. Um, I don't know. I need to dive. I, I've really kind of gotten away from being on top of my everyday checking out new plugins sadly mm-hmm. like i used to be on it mm-hmm. but over the since like the move and running around i haven't really been as stable to sure. like dive in so i got some catching up to do yeah we got a, a favorite mastering uh plugin at all i'm gonna have to go with ozone nice yeah the i feel like the which algorithm, version I mean, honestly, I feel like the, the main thing is the maximizer because the algorithm they have for the IRRC uh-huh. stuff is just, it's insanely transparent. Like, it blows my mind sometimes uh-huh. how much you can push it. Sure. What version of Ozone are you using right now? Uh, typically seven. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I used five, man, in, uh, yeah. <laughs> five alone, man, is like what made me, like, like fuck with ozone. Like, yeah. I feel like five is the jump yeah. for most people. Yeah, five yeah, was definitely the five was yeah. the one for me. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, man. That's five when I first got definitely it. Definitely. I definitely abused the exciter at times on eight oh eights. Cheat codes. Cheat codes. <laughs> codes. Yeah, are you a big fan of harmonics? I'm pretty sure you you, you know you use the saturator plugin. You got decapitator. Do you use decapitator? Yeah, I abuse harmonics. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's the name of the game right now. I feel like that's like the whole. That's the trend in in mixing is harmonics, and I mean, I mean got, for years. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's kind of for for eighty years probably. Yeah, I mean, low key, it's the secret to making sure everything you can hear everything. Yeah, and without ruining the entire mix. Yeah, I mean, outside it, like, because you can't EQ everything to death. Right, right, right. I feel like absolutely no. You got to bring things out that are maybe underrepresented in ways that uh, I think you can't help. Yeah. It's it's because it, it's kind of, it's almost like parallel compressing without parallel compressing at times. Sure. In a weird way. Totally. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely about harmonics and just making sure things are standing out right, especially my vocal. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Tight. <laughs> so now I want to ask a different question, man. Uh, something new I want to ask. Um, what would you say? And see if we can try to get an answer. What would you say are some good habits and bad habits that you notice um, in the studio as a whole? Like just being an engineer, just things that you noticed. Whether it be coming from yourself or coming from a producer, coming from an artist or whatever, or just people just sitting the fuck around. What's some good and bad habits that you noticed? Don't bring, don't bring distractions. Hey. <laughs> don't bring people who aren't there to work. Yeah, if you ain't in the booth, don't fucking come. And... <laughs> If they're too strong of a cook and they like to cook their own way too much, they maybe shouldn't come. Um, but what was the question again exactly? Just basically things that you know is like people that do things mm. or maybe I would say that's bad habits, the shit that people just do just be like. I mean, just just <sighs> kind of mentally prepare ahead of time. Like there come you go. come ready. Like yep. don't just rely on other people or other things. Like even. Even if you're going to freestyle, just come in somewhat mm-hmm. ready and already you've already thought about it and you know what the process is going to be. And I mean, you know, and even if you're fresh to the studio, it takes time to learn, but just come knowing you're there to work. It's not a party. Exactly. Like, unless you're buying out the studio for 12 hours and even then, no one really wants 
a party in their building or in a place <laughs> with a bunch of people that they don't know. Exactly. Um, you get some, come ready to work. Right. And, and try be focused. Don't don't bring distractions. Um, that's really the main thing that I see, and that's what really makes some people stand out is their the drive and being focused and not in. That's really it. Cutting out the shit that keeps you unfocused and gets in the way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I can understand trying to bring a vibe, but even then, I get down, girl, you know just how I move around. that that vibe only lasts so long. Exactly. I feel you. I feel you. you know, in a sense, like the part. It, I don't like. I don't like partying when I'm working too much. I mean, and let's. Uh, I'll party when the shit's done. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can drink and smoke a little bit, but like, when it's time I, to work, I, it's time to work. It's time to work. Like, right. I, yeah, I get, I'll get frustrated a little bit, low key. Hell yeah, you know, understandable, man. Cause, yeah. So let me ask you this: So, have you noticed any uh, bad habits you know is from maybe uh, engineers? I mean, clearly we know Matt has no bad habits. So he, <laughs> as far, God, what are you talking as, about? As far as Matt set the example for me. So. If, if it's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So as far as like, have you noticed just being in other studios around other people, whether it's like a home studio or in a professional environment like this? Have just you put the like hours in. Just put the work in, and you can shoot like Steph Curry if you put the hours in. <laughs> there you go. Shit. <laughs> that's the best way. I, hey, can't explain no more. Than that's that, that's why I tell people more than anything. Just shoot in the gym. Just keep shooting. There yep. you go. You can't get man. My the thing that kind of tra- translate that for me is like I, I get artists coming through. And I'm always like, hey, when's your next show? Ninety percent of the time, oh, I don't have a show coming up. I don't do shows for real. I'm like, oh man, how are you? How are you not doing shows? Like, you got to get out here and work this shit. You know what I mean? Like, see what's fucking working with people. Like, you don't have to change your artistry, but you got to, like, you can, you can work to your strengths. You know what I mean? See what right. people vibe off of. So then in tandem with that, when people mm-hmm. do end up doing shows, I'm like, so have you gone to, like, a place and rehearsed? Like, are you, like, no. are you? No. I'm just going to get up there no, and lose my even... voice on the first song because I'm going to go way and, too and hard. That, that, that's really one. That's, that's something I'll say. Like, Artists need to, I mean, kind of people in general in life, unfortunately, but I mean, people need guidance, but people need to take the initiative more. Sure. And research and try to learn, like learn to grow and mm. put that effort in. Yeah. Exactly. Like figure out like how many, there's not many artists that come to me ready with, with the stems or even know that you could get stems. It's like, do do research behind music and, and, under, and start to learn the process and what it takes to get to a finished product and not just, I, under, I understand artists wanting to just be creative, but if you really want to do this, like understand what it takes and the science and the math and everything behind it. AKA you have to learn the theory behind how to do certain music, correct? Yeah. Like we say all the fucking time, right? <laughs> Learn shit like music theory, man. I don't give a fuck if you. I'm gonna make a shirt with JBJ on it, and it's gonna and it's gonna say "Learn music theory." <laughs> There's no way. I'm just He's gonna, gonna be, be like, and you guys can't see it right now. Like, <laughs> just how his just. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. I, I mean, I but it's like study even just studying even it, just st- like watch performance videos of of Jay Z and J Cole and Kendrick and be like. Okay, shit. They're not rapping. They're rapping without the vocals. <laughs> maybe I should do that. Maybe I should do that. Be a student. Maybe man. I should actually be perform. a student. <laughs> be a fucking student. I think, and you can never not learn too much. Like you guys just explained earlier, like you guys still like, you guys just traded pretty much tips and tricks to just each other just not even fifteen minutes ago. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, and you guys are learning from each other. I'm learning shit right now that you guys are telling me. So it's like. You can never not learn to never not learn. Enough. Oh, I mean, that's the industry, I right? I love not being the smartest person in the room. Hey. Exactly. Favorite, and that's probably one of my other favorite things about L.A. is I get to, like, dabble in all these different rooms. And it's like, oh, shit, this is all kind of new. Uh-huh. So I kind of have to learn how to, where do I fit into this? And then it becomes like this weird little chess game of life. Right, right, right. <laughs> out there. And it's, it's fun. Right? I, like, I like it. That's awesome, That's man. That's what's up, man. I mean, it seems like, you know, you, you know, you seem like you're spreading your wings, man, and you've just been, you pretty much, you're destined to do great shit, man. Now that you're in an environment now, 
in LA, Prima is one of the what the what three main spots for music to go for in America to be a musician for the most part or be in the music industry. Yeah. So it's like so you in a damn good spot. So and the weed's legal. Hey, oh, that's great. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's great. Are you? Yeah, before it was even recreationally legal, you could just go out there and you just pay 40 bucks and you talk to a doctor on the phone for five minutes and then you have a <laughs> card and you can have weed delivered to you. California's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. So, uh, so let me go ahead and ask you this, man. You know, so um, as of right now... How affordable would you say you are right now in a position that you are like, are you going to start eventually get to the point where like, ah, no, nah, you're going to have to have start paying me this much because my time is valuable. Like, uh, I'm still working with you if you got this, that, and the third, or if you, if I know you some, like, like where you at like with price ranges and like affordability with working with people? Uh, I mean, if people really want to work with me outside of, I mean, I'm at the point where pretty much everybody's pretty much pro- pretty much got to pay to an extent. Yeah. Okay. I mean, every, you know, Time, regardless, time costs, no matter what. You just heard that, people. <laughs> <laughs> just like we say, pay the producer, pay your fucking engineer. Yeah. Shit, I mean, if you want your mix done, uh, I, get <laughs> yeah. your mi- I got your mix, bro. I mean, you're not getting the mix unless I get paid. <laughs> there you go. You, and you can't get mad, and you can't get mad at that. Especially like you just explained earlier, like if you're coming in with distractions and wasting time, all I, all I would figure is you just racking up more studio time. I was like, well, yeah. all you're going to do is just pay me more money. Is people end up wasting more time, and technically I get paid more. That's the sad thing. It's really I'm doing myself a disservice in regards to money, but it's like I want to work. I want to. That's how I feel, man. When people come in, my, the biggest thing that frustrates me as an engineer is a person that comes in and just wastes my time. Because it's like, yo, I got an artist that would love to be here right now actually working and and that's like i'd still get paid so it's not like you're like i'm not like losing i wouldn't lose like no yeah i'd rather i actually art yeah i've I've actually told some people who don't like who have felt like i've maybe been unfair and i'm like i don't think you understand how overly fair i'm being like go to this other studio maybe and pay this much right go to one of these big studios fancy things and tell me how much come back and tell me how much you really get Right, right, because they is some it's some zero tolerance shit out there, man. Well, it's just surprised. like you know, you'll be a some the way Corey and I work. I feel like it's definitely a, a newer part of the industry, as far as like um, you go to a big studio, you're not there to work with a person. You're there no. to work in that facility. Like yeah. that facility is the attraction. Whereas yeah. Corey and I are the attraction at our respective places. Yeah, there you go. And uh, and that's not always been that way but it's coming more and more and more like big studios are gonna keep closing man they're gonna fu- there's yeah. n- there's literally not enough money i'm not gonna go in, to a big in, in studios yeah especially for especially artists nowadays why would you go to a big studio when you can go to your this guy who's cool as fuck and just make cool music in his house or you could pack up all your shit and go rent a fucking airbnb and on the beach and hang out for a month and yep. pay nothing close to what a studio would cost Rent all your own gear, and have send fun, it to a guy. and and go mix it in a real studio in half the time, or not even a real studio. I mean, like, I don't even consider my studio like a real studio in that re- regard. Like, that's I was, how I feel here. I, I, it's a it's a great spot. It's totally awesome. I love my shit. I think it's a nice studio, but it's not like I'm not. It's not a fucking Russ Burger room. I don't have like forty by forty fucking rooms or something. Like, I don't have huge rooms that are like treated crazy and like built from a purpose you know what i mean it's all you know retrofitted shit and that's that is the industry right now in my opinion that's how it's all headed so mm-hmm. y- you know when you work with guys like us versus work going to another facility like that's what you have to consider like cool go go to that other spot man i don't know maybe you'll work with an intern maybe you'll work with a kid that just got out of school mm-hmm. and, and or you could work with somebody who's got some some seasoning on them yeah exactly <laughs> and, and even then it's right. like that relationship exactly like, I think people, I think people sometimes underappreciate the relationship that gets built. Oh yeah, sadly. Some people just don't care that. I think because like you're you're kind of alluding to the party aspect, and so like there's like two. I feel like there's two two halves to my job. Mm-hmm. Half the time I'm making music with people that have a music career in mind. Mm-hmm. Half the time I'm making I'm a party bus driver. 
Yeah. And we're hanging out, and I'm driving this awesome party bus yeah. that's super loud, and we can smoke weed, and we can get drunk, and uh, <laughs> me and my friends can feel cool, and uh, and then at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what happened. But that's but we're having fun, right, and that's right. cool. But that's totally a different, a very different thing than like somebody coming in trying to be like, yo, um, I'm dropping an album and I'm going on tour and uh, I have shows lined up and this is my merchandise. And those are very different experiences as far as working with artists. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, so like, uh, I mean, yeah, like that. That's where the drive comes from. It's like it's not from like hanging out and partying. No. <laughs> like trying to make like cr crazy good records. I'm sure is like. Every engineer's fucking main, main motivation. At the end of the day, shit, y'all got bills to pay, man. Yeah, y'all fucking got bills to pay, just like anyone else, man. It's my, it's a business. And, and that's the thing is, like, some people, saying? some people come into it more as a hobby, and then they don't realize that I'm doing this. This this is how I eat. This is how I move. Right. Like this exactly. pays for everything. And you gotta respect that, man. Yeah. You, you have to respect that, man. I don't have a job with benefits. I pay for my benefits. Right. <laughs> like, There's no retirement fund. Right. No. Self-employed. Like you guys are pretty much self-employed. So oh, it's like 100 So yeah. you know, being self-employed just another aspect, you know, and living with someone. You know, my dad being self-employed for pretty much literally all my life and seeing that come up, I know you guys. I know the kind of struggle you guys are going through. It's just being self-employed. So it's a respect thing, you know. Respect my job. Respect that I'm gotta eat. Respect the fact that I'm putting in my time. Right. And like you just said, and at the end of the day, if you're not gonna respect the time, I can get someone else yeah. that's way more talented and way more respectful of the time I'm providing. Totally. Yep. So go ahead and do what I need to do. I'd rather do that. Than yeah, that's with the this. biggest thing for me. Like if you're ultimately gonna stress me the heck out, I will not work with you. <laughs> all money ain't good money, man. Like nah. real shit. It, that's and that's the truth, and that's what people got to realize. All just because you pay me money, don't mean I got to take your shit. I think producers understand that pretty well most of the time. I, yeah. I feel like engineers get pushed into like I gotta, I gotta hustle, I gotta hustle, I gotta hustle. Yeah, no, and I, I maybe and shit. producers, I'm sure, feel that way too. But it's hard. But I understand. I understand y'all struggle a little bit. More. I understand y'all struggle a little bit more because, like I said, I know you guys have to like. Well, shit, well, he wasting his fucking time, but shit, well, he racking up these hours and I need to get some stuff done, Right? fuck. So it's like a double-edged sword, I get sure. it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I can't. I get the duality of the whole <laughs> mindset behind it. It's, yeah, it's it's just, a, I gotta say, I'm just holding on respect, you know, just respect what I do and I respect what you do. And then yeah. and you'll have, and we'll have a good synergetic relationship. Oh, we'll have a great time. We'll have a great time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the way I feel. It's, and that's why I respect, you know, anytime I come to the studio, whether I'm doing this here with man, if I'm doing something with Lando Cal experience, shout out to my other fellas. You know, I try to, you know, respect the rules man gives me. You know, <laughs> I try to make sure, you know, I have I make sure if it's anything out of place, like I try oh, to get no, back to our guy, man. You know, I just try to respect the environment because I'm like, this is your place. And I don't like this is pretty much like your second home. So I'm just, I'm not gonna disrespect your home. You know what sure. I'm no, I don't feel like you ever have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's you know, I, tr I try my best not to at least you know man and try you know because I just I understand that man I just don't want to disrespect someone's house sure that's just how I was raised man totally. I just want to do that most definitely so yeah man but uh hey I got a couple one more question go real ahead, quick go ahead, brother. hey so you got any tips on like so you, you, like your 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 position originally was to try and help artists expand their horizons do you have any tips in in that regard as far as uh, like um it, it just it, like like how to uh, release your content or when you're releasing content like uh, like any copyrights or anything like that any anything that you're like this is fundamental and people should know this as much as producers might not like leases artists need to at least get leases yes at least get some kind of rights to put the music out there and put it out there put it on Spotify put it on Apple Music use distrokid.com uh huh Pay a flat fee for a year and just upload the music. And really just go. We're in a content-driven age. You never know what song's going to do. Like, there you look, go. Look at Russ's story. It took him... He has over 90 songs on his SoundCloud, and the first songs that really pop are two, three years old. Uh-huh. But they're just going through his songs now, and those are the ones that are on radio. And it's just... If you're going to... Um, if you're going to do it, then do it. But also just make sure you expand and just try to reach a demographic the main thing i see is artists not really building a platform which is a fan base like mm -hmm. just 
get those supporters. If you get a thousand supporters that can, that will give you a hundred bucks in a year for some merch and to come see you perform, that's a hundred grand. Right. It's a great job. Yeah. Hundred grand by yourself. I mean, it's it's gonna take you. It's gonna take some work, and it's you know it takes money to make money, but mm. you can get to a thousand people. Yeah. Then you get to ten thousand. If if, if, if some of these if some of these guys out here that people consider trash can do it, why can't you? Right. Because they're lame for everybody. Business acumen, dude. It's come down to business acumen. Yeah, I mean, it, every really? artist, and that's the other thing, is every artist needs to recognize that they're a brand and they're a company. Yes. And Apple's not going to buy into you if you're not profitable. There you go. That so, part. Ain't, it's that the part. music business. Yeah. So this is just like a gas station or a t-shirt shop or a, anything. It's Every business is the same. Yes. There's bottom lines. There's people at the top that, that got to watch all of it go down. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to pull the I mean, plug if, if I, it ain't making sense. If I was For Apple real. or I was an investor, why, show me why I should buy into you. Show me where the money is. Yeah. Like, right. where... Like, you Get out gotta, here, perform. Show me your income. How are you making money? How can we work to make more money together? I'm not just going to go and just throw my money behind your yeah. not, non-proven ass. Yeah. That's real shit. And that's, that's the main thing is building that base. Branding, man. Yeah. Now, 100%. No, that's real, man. That's for real. That's real. Like, So, people, I'm hoping y'all listening to two engineers that I definitely fuck with and trust. Like, for real, for real. These probably two of the coldest dudes I know personally as engineers. So they telling you right now what you need to know on both. If you stand from a local level, you're trying to be on a national level. Listen to these brothers right here, man. Like, understand, like, this is what they do for a living. They've seen some things. They worked with local people. They worked with national acts or will be working with national acts in the future. I got something in the back. There we go. So something like that. So you got to understand, man, like they know what they talking about. Yeah. So and I vouch for these dudes like and they taught me shit. They taught me shit on this episode, too. (laughs) So, you know, just like I said, so be a student in your shit, man, for real. So if you got someone that's on your side, especially an engineer that can make you sound the the whole the whole point of their job is to make you sound good you might want to fucking listen to them so go ahead and try to try to you know take in whatever advice they can give you any kind of constructive criticism they give you as well man because that's that's going to be necessary for growth as an artist or yep. as a producer there you, you know? go so i would definitely say make sure you listen to your engineer always <laughs> definitely but uh how do people get in touch with you man there we go um, Instagram mixed by CR. Yeah, um, that'd probably be the best way I would say. Okay. You ain't got a website yet. Uh, Instagram mixed by CR and Twitter mixed by CR. There you go. Um, Any email? I haven't really. I I do have a couple websites lined up. I just okay. haven't put it out there. And mixed by really CR sounds like a real cool website. I'll that check would, it out. Yeah, you know what? I might have it. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey there you go. Any final thoughts, brother? Um, thank you guys for having me. This oh man, fun. appreciate you taking your time out of your fucking schedule and hanging out with us, man. Yeah, man, this was a good time. I'm a, I was glad. I, I was, I was, I was really excited just to, that I could do it in person. Yes. Fuck yeah, man. It's Ooh. awesome to see you here, man. Thank you, you fuck, too. Fuck yeah, man. But uh, thank you again, brother, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you coming on. And uh, this has been another episode of Fruit of Boom Podcast. Yeah, Fruit of Boom Pod. I'm JBJR. I'm Matt Sawicki. So make sure you catch us, like we said earlier, every Monday. Every Monday. We put these episodes out. Catch us on social media at Fruit Boom Pod. And make sure if you ever want to contact us with scheduling, feedback. You want to send us random money? Random money. Email us. Bitcoin donations. Yeah, I got to. Yeah, definitely Bitcoin donations. Yes, please do. I'll put a wall. I'm going to put a wallet on the website. You guys just put some Ethereum into it for me. Thank you. Fuck yes. So email us for any kind of contact information. I'm telling you, man. Fruitboompod at gmail.com. So if you try to hit us up, like inbox us or something like that, maybe on like Facebook, Instagram, we may try to check it every once in a while, but the email is always going to be the better option. So try to hit us up there and we will always try to answer you the fastest way we can. But uh, that's been another episode and uh, we'll holler at y'all later. Peace. Later.